0: Host Scott Singer, and you are now tuned in to Biofuels Daily. It is Monday, January 6th. Did you know that you can cool yourself to negative 273.15 Celsius and still be OK? Now to today's top stories. Our first story today comes out of Council Bluffs, Iowa. Southwest Iowa Renewable Energy LLC, also known as Sire and BUNGE North America LLC, also known as BUNGE, announced that SIRE repurchased BUNGE's Series B membership units effective December 31st, 2019. The purchase was made under the terms of the BUNGE membership interest purchase agreement and ends BUNGE's 13-year ownership interest in SIRE. As part of the transaction, the two Series B directions, directors appointed by BUNGE, Andres Martin and Brett Police resigned from the SIRE board. In addition, the two companies revised commercial agreements. Southwest Iowa Renewable Energy LLC and Bunge North America LLC announced that Sire repurchased Bunge's Series B membership units effective December 31st, 2019. The purchase was made under the terms of the Bunge membership interest purchase agreement and ends Bunge's 13-year ownership interest in Sire. As part of the transaction, the two Series B directors appointed by Bunge, Andres Martin and Brett Police resigned from the Sire board. In addition, the two companies revised commercial agreements. Carol King, Sire's chairman stated, since we first partnered in 2006 and in the following years through construction and ethanol industry challenges, Bunge has been a valuable partner for Sire. In particular, Sire benefited throughout the years from commercial agreements for corn origination and products and in having two Bunge board members who provided international agribusiness insight to our business. Mr. King continued, Sire is very pleased today to be in the position to go forward as an entity wholly owned by our farmer and community members with Bunge's ongoing support for ethanol marketing. Sire accessed its existing credit facility to fund the purchase transaction. In addition to the stock repurchase, Sire will assume responsibility for originating corn and selling dry distillers grains produced by the plant. Under a revised agreement, Bunge will continue to purchase all of the ethanol produced by Sire. SIRE will also continue to lease rail cars from BUNGE under existing lease agreements. As BUNGE focuses our resources on our core businesses, selling our shares in SIRE while maintaining a relationship is an attractive opportunity, says Andres Martin, North America country manager for BUNGE. BUNGE is proud to have been a partner in building and operating this successful ethanol plant, and we look forward to continuing to work with the SIRE team. Mike Jerky, SIRE's CEO, stated, While conditions in the ethanol industry are difficult, with Bunge's capital support and strategic advice over the years, Sire is and will continue to be a strong participant in the renewable energy industry and low-carbon economy. We look forward to continuing to work with Bunge on a daily basis in managing our ethanol sales and rail car fleet. A little background on Sire. Sire is located on 275 acres in Council Bluffs, Iowa, operating an ethanol plant that is permitted to produce 140 million gallons per year. Sire began producing ethanol in February of 2009 and sells its ethanol distiller's grains, corn syrup, and corn oil in the continental United States, Mexico, and the Pacific Rim. A little background about Bunge: Bunge is a world leader in sourcing, processing, and supplying oilseed and grain products and ingredients. Founded in 1818, Bunge's expansive network feeds and fuels a growing world, creating sustainable products and opportunities for more than 70,000 farmers and the consumers they serve across the globe. The company is headquartered in New York and has 25,000 employees worldwide who stand behind more than 360 port terminals, oilseed processing plants, grain silos, and food and ingredient production and packaging facilities around the world. Our second company, sorry, our second story of the day comes out of Columbia County, Oregon. Preparations for the next renewable fuels production facility at Port Westward are underway. In September, following months of public forums and scrutiny of next leadership, The Port of Columbia County Board of Commissioners approved a lease with Next. Construction will begin in late 2020, Next President Lou Sumas said in December. Before we start that, we'll start the hiring process for senior people that we will want to have on the project all the way, Sumas said. Starting in early 2021, the company will hire on for other positions, ultimately employing around 200 people. Commercial operations are expected to begin mid-2022. That's a delay from NEXT's previously scheduled opening date of 2021. New employees will undergo months of training at NEXT before, producing, before production begins. Operational staff will have been between six and nine months of training, Sumas said. The first half of next year will be focusing on putting the training programs in place, making some final decisions on which organizations we're going to work with, Sumas said. The project will continue working with the port, OMIC R&D and may work with Portland Community College of Perry Technical Institute. There are around 40 people currently on the project, Sumas said. That includes a team preparing permit applications for the project, such as an air quality permit for the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality and a permit for construction near wetlands from the Oregon Department of State Lands and U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Those major permit applications will go in late first quarter, Sumas said. Other permits will need will be needed from the county. We feel 100% positive about the project going through, given the level of support we've had locally and regionally, Sumas said. Throughout 2020, Columbia County residents won't see much activity on the ground for next. Between now and the fall next year, between permitting and all this engineering design, about another 80 million will be spent, SUMA said. So far, the project has cost 15 million. The lease was narrowly approved by the port commissioner in September. The votes against the lease came from Nancy Ward and Chip Bubble, who were both elected in races against the incumbent commissioners in May. The Port Commission recently approved the Fourth Amendment to the Site Development and Option Agreement. That agreement, approved in 2018, meant the property was on hold for Next before the lease was signed. The Fourth Amendment gave Next an extension to complete use agreements for water systems, road use, rail use, and other utilities needed by Next, Global Partners LLP, and Portland General Electric. In June, the Port Commission approved another amendment, which allowed NEXT to move the lease option onto a parcel that was previously under Northwest Innovation Works option agreement. NWIW aims to open a methanol production facility at Port Westward, but move the option agreement to a parcel that is not yet ready for development. Our third and final story of the day comes out of the United Kingdom. The UK's Department for Transport, DFT, has announced funding for four new biofuels plants. The biofuel plants will produce green fuels from household waste, unused straw from farmland, and old wood. Two projects are being funded via the 20 million pound Future Fuels for Flight and Freight Competition, also known as the F4C. A share of 6.5 million pounds was awarded to Rica Biogas and KEW projects, which will produce fuel for heavy good vehicles. goods vehicles. KEW Projects also aims to develop low-carbon aviation fuel. The other two projects will be funded from the 25 million pound Advanced Biofuels Demonstration Competition, ABDC. These are Nova Pangaea Technologies, which will produce bioethanol from wood waste that can be blended with petrol, and Advanced Biofuel Solutions, which expects to produce biomethane from municipal solid waste and forestry, forestry waste. Both of these projects are nearing their final stages of development. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps said, This funding will help encourage innovative technology using today's waste to power tomorrow's green transport revolution, helping us reach a cleaner and greener future. Future of Transport Minister George Freeman said, We made a legally binding commitment to reaching net zero. Now we are delivering. The UK is reducing CO2 emissions faster than any other G20 nation. We are doing it by investing in research and development, supporting the uptake of low-emission and electric vehicles, new inner-city clean air zones, and the world's first comprehensive transport decarbonization plan. So let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and remember to always go green.